Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to the podcast that just wants the answer to the simple question. When you looked at the vacuum cleaner hose and you thought, you know, that makes me kind of horny. What the hell were you thinking? This is the Friday, April 24th, 2015 edition for the show, and we'll be talking about the outside of Amy Schumer and why some idiots think that it's related to her comedy. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is made possible in part by Uncle Krabby's Comedy Crib and Seafood Shack. Krabby, where the jokes are free and the crabs are something your wife will never believe you caught in the bathroom. If you would like to sponsor the show, you should probably get a gig over at Krabby's Comedy Crib, because really, that's the best joke I've heard all week. Dr. Demento, Dr. Demento, Dr. Demento. I've been a comedy lover since I was old enough to tune into Dr. Demento on that giant wooden console stereo thing my parents dumped in my bedroom when I was 13. At the time, I I thought they wanted me to have my own stereo, but now I realize that thing was just hideous, and what they really wanted was to keep it out of sight. And so what better place to put it than in my room, where I was kept for exactly the same reason. You know, it's not my fault that I was a chubby, red-haired nerd. They were your genes, Mom and Dad. But as a fat, red-haired nerd, comedy was more than just a diversion. It was a plus-five suit of plate mail when it came to getting through my life without a series of random ass-beatings. As a fat kid, my only real hope for people not hating me was to be the funny fat kid. And it worked great until high school, when all of a sudden the only black kid in my school suddenly became a lot funnier than me. But as soon as I was old enough to understand all the dirty words, stand-up comedy became a huge part of my life. I listened to it instead of rock and roll. I memorized sets like other people did lyrics. And for the most part, unlike rock and roll, I could listen to any comedian without blowback from my parents, so long as I was careful about what albums they saw me listening to. Slide a Sam Kennison LP into the Cosby album cover, and you were golden. Funny how time reversed that particular comedy situation. I mean, right, your daughters were so much safer with Sam than they ever were with Bill. But as I grew older, I began to realize that comedians could say things and get people to listen in a way that journalists, or politicians, philosophers, or theologians never could. If you tell someone something they don't want to hear and you're scolding them, they kind of hate you. Then something they don't want to hear and you make them laugh, they're going to love you for it. Which is why I think that Amy Schumer is just so incredibly brilliant. What if my mom is the DA and won't prosecute? Can I write? No, you cannot. What if she's drunk and has a slight reputation and no one's going to believe her? That ain't allowed. Okay. The girl said yes to me. The other day, but it was about something else. No. What if the girl said yes, but then she changes her mind out of nowhere? Like a crazy person. You gotta stop. No, you gotta stop! Everyone 
has been talking this week about Schumer's third season debut of her show on Comedy Central, and the clip is a work of comedy genius. It strikes the right balance between a gut-busting laughter and, oh my God, I can't believe they just said that. It's the kind of comedy that makes your brain work even when it doesn't want to, and did it in a way that made people laugh and listen rather than get all pissy and retreat into their own little closed-off worlds. Well, <laughs> not not all people. Uh, I mean, I should know better. I really should. But after I saw the clip, I started reading the comments on the internet. And really, reading comments on the internet is a lot like the auto de fe. Auto de fe? What's an auto de fe? It's what you ought to do, but you do anyway. <laughs> and most of these comments were almost as painful as the actual auto de fe. Because it seems that a certain subset of the men's found Amy's comedy in this situation just a titch off-putting. Perhaps it cut a little close to the bone for comfort, but really, that's what good comedy should be doing. They found ways to express their discontent in the sort of fashion that these type of, quote, men, unquote, usually do by talking about Amy's physical appearance. This is just a sampling of some of the things that I read. Every time I see Amy Schumer's face, all I can think about is that guy in Big Trouble in Little China who explodes. Oh, it was a funny skit, but uh, I still don't like looking at Amy Schumer's face. Or just simply, what's wrong with her face? And these are very tame comments compared to the sort of thing you find off the mass market well-moderated locations. Deep down in the derp, there are thousands of comments on whether or not the commoner would fuck her, no, whether or not they would masturbate to her, no, or whether or not they would rape her, yes, always yes. You know, boys, I'm sure, I'm just sure that it breaks Amy's heart that you can't bring yourself to jack off to her. I'm sure she spends her evenings weeping that a slew of neck-bearded, fedora-wearing, pimpled man-children can't self-stimulate to her appearance. I bet the banks can't even read the checks she deposits from Comedy Central because of those giant tear stains on it. Guys, come on. We all know that you are jacking off to her because you're jacking off to everything. No woman is ever actually going to touch you. And when did physical appearance become a barometer for comedy? (laughs) Oh, wait, that's right. When it comes to women. Amy's second big viral sketch of that night really nailed this. Is it it someone's birthday or? Oh, (laughs) kind of the opposite. We're celebrating Julia's last fuckable day. Yes. Salud. Sorry, did you say Julia's last fuckable day? Mm -hmm. What is that? Mm. In every actress's life, the media decides when you finally reach the point where you're not believably fuckable anymore. I mean, how do you know? Who tells you? Oh, well, nobody, nobody really overtly tells you, but there right. are signs. You like, you know yeah. how um, Sally Field was Tom Hanks's love interest in Punchline, and then like 20 minutes later, she was his mom in Forrest Gump. Let's just be clear: whether or not you would have sex with someone has jack and shit to do with their comedy, or really anything else one does professionally. <laughs> Jesus, Betty White, one of the funniest human beings on the planet. 
but I, I, I'm not going to fuck her. And it's not for the reasons you're thinking. It's because that woman would tear me apart in bed. There's no way I could keep up with her. I'm glad we're now scoring comedy on this fuckability index because finally we have an objective measure of what is and isn't funny. It's always been so hard for me to decide whether something is like an avant-garde performance piece or, you know, actually funny. Now I can simply ask myself, would I fuck this comedian? And by the answer, I'll know whether or not it's humorous. By the way, based on this, Louis C.K., funniest person alive. So, call me Louis. All the spank monkeys in their basement will wipe their semen-encrusted fingers on their keyboards with barely cogent arguments on how they just don't find Amy Schumer or women in general funny. Fine. You know, you are entitled to your opinion on who or what you do or don't find amusing. And there are tons of comedians that I don't find funny either. I don't think Sarah Silverman is funny. But that opinion isn't tied to her appearance or her gender. It's about me and my taste in comedy. By the scale, am I supposed to find Sarah funny because she is objectively attractiveness? I'm just looking for some consistency in the argument. If we are going to use this fuckability index, then let's do it fairly. I tell you what, dude, I will come down to Taco Bell when you're working your next shift behind the register, and I'll and I'll rate your performance based on how you look. Well, Chaz, your taco handling skills were technically fine, but I found the sheer amount of whitehead zits on your face detracted from my overall dining experience, and as a general rule, a beard should consist of more than three hairs per square inch on the face. And it shouldn't be greasy. I'm not really sure how such a sparse growth of facial hair can actually be greasy, yet somehow yours is. All in all, Chaz, your physical appearance and your body odor strongly decreased my enjoyment of this big beef burrito supreme. None of this is actually about comedy. It's about men and their insecurities. And one of the things about comedy, or just being funny in general, is it gives power to people who might not otherwise possess it. That might be a woman, or the only black kid in a school, or the gay kid, or even the fat nerdy kid. But for you to get that power, you have to have some raw talent, a sense of humor, and the sense of self to actually use it. Whether you're in a group of people who would be bullying you if you weren't funny, or you're standing on a stage in a room full of strangers. These guys who are smacking their grubby dick beaters together in consternation over women and whether or not they belong in comedy, these are those sad, sad fucks who lack the talent to even tell a joke and got the shit kicked out of them by everybody, even the other nerds. Because no matter how old they are, they are still the same pathetic little boys, crammed in a locker, with their underwear wedged so far up the crack of their ass they can taste it in the back of their mouth. How do I know this, you might ask? How do I know that these guys simply are too sad to even possess a sense of humor? Well, that's easy. They think rape is a joke. And this, this is the defense that they all mount when you call out one of these little simpletons. They all say, I'm just joking. I wasn't really going to rape her. It's funny. If your idea of a joke is rape, you deserved those continuous and brutal ass-kickings you got. Instead of maybe cultivating your own sense of self-worth, 
You chose instead to tear down other people and threaten them with violence and sexual assault. That's not funny, and it's not because you, sir, are an overweight, socially awkward virgin whose beard more closely resembles that fringe of hair that rims a goat's anus. It's because you're a horrible excuse for a human being. Comedy in general, for all that it seems simple, oh, you stand on stage and tell some jokes, it's actually incredibly complicated. And what one person finds funny the next person finds offensive. Comedy can hurt, it can heal, it can open a mind, or it can slam it shut. But it all depends on who is listening to it, not the person who is telling the joke. All I'm saying is that no one should be judged on their comedy, or really anything else in life, I guess unless maybe you're a model, strictly based on their gender or physical appearance. Except for Carrot Top. Because, come on, dude... He just freaks me out. That's it for this week. You can find the show on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, rant, review. Follow us on Twitter at WhatTheHellPodC. No, that's not going to work. Like us on Facebook. Just search What The Hell Podcast. You'll find it right there. Keep up with all the shows at WhatTheHellPodcast.com. Show music tonight by the band Hypnostate. Find their work on Jamendo.com. The drops were from Dr. Demento, Mel Brooks, Inside Amy Schumer, which you are for not watching on Comedy Central. It probably means you're watching it on Amazon Prime, because I can't imagine any other reason you wouldn't be. Keep an eye out for the local edition going up Sunday if I'm not too hungover from this party I'm going into. We're going to talk about my love life, which promises to be not awkward at all. I guess it's not funny. Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.